The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. I wanted to just mention in this Advent uh, reflection book from Bishop Barron, just one of the things that he mentions today, because I thought it was very well, well said and well worded. And so he comments on today's gospel and says, the hymn commences with the simple declaration, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Mary announces here that her whole being is ordered to the glorification of God. Her ego wants nothing for itself. It wants only to be an occasion for giving honor to God. But since God needs nothing, whatever glory Mary gives to him returns to her benefit so that she is magnified in the very act of magnifying him. In giving herself away fully to God, Mary becomes a superabundant source of life. Indeed, she becomes pregnant with God. This odd and wonderful rhythm of magnifying and being magnified is the key to understanding everything about Mary, from her divine motherhood to her assumption and immaculate conception to her mission in the life of the church. I think that's an amazing, amazing description because I was speaking with somebody yesterday about this very thing. When we're, when we're talking to some of our Protestant brothers and sisters, uh, Mary is, of course, one of the most largely misunderstood aspects of our faith. But one of the things that we, we have to remember is that if God exalts his mother by looking upon her with great favor, can you imagine if, you know, at some point, like, Jesus came down and said, like, why don't, you know, why don't you pay any attention to my mom? You know, I gave her to you guys as this great gift. If Jesus came down and said that, wouldn't you be like, oh gosh, I'm sorry, Jesus. Like, I didn't mean to ignore her this whole time, right? But there's that amazing aspect of like magnifying the Lord. I'd realized this morning, I was just, it's just something I never really thought of specifically before. But when you pray the liturgy of the hours, you pray, of course, you pray the Magnificat every day. Of course, I was aware of that fact, but I wasn't aware that I'd been doing it for like over 10 years. 
every single day of my life, because you pray the Liturgy of the Hours, you always pray the Magnificat every single day. To just realize that, if you even think of a magnifying glass, that every time you would look at Mary, Christ grows in you, and, and your, your sight of him will always grow towards him. Like I said, it, it's never turned towards her, but like Bishop Barron said, the magnification returns back to her for a certain amount of glory because he wants to exalt his mother. It's a really an amazing, amazing truth. And I think it's just kind of sad that people sort of miss that aspect. To be chosen to bring God into the world is, is like the vocation, right? You know, my vocation is to give God to other people, to magnify him for other people. But Mary's vocation was to bring God into this world so that we would be, be able to know him that way. To like diminish her, I mean, and think about it this way too. How many more people are often exalted in someone's life and yet they still sideline Mary? You might have pictures of, you know, athletes on your wall or superstars or whoever it might be or watch their shows and things like that, but you're like, oh, but Mary, you know, I think she takes away from Jesus. It's just, it's just absolute silliness for all of those who know who Mary really is in our life. And uh, as I mentioned uh, recently, too, back in the day, of course, I used to have, you know, sports athletes and different things like that, I had posters on my wall. But now there's only, there's only two things on my wall. It's, it's, it seems very boring when you walk into my room, but all you see is a crucifix and an image of Our Lady of Humility, so an image of our, our Mother Mary. And that's it, because I'm like, well, that's really all I need. And, you know, we really want to strip down our lives in many ways to their component parts, to the things that actually magnify God in our life and not things that, that are obstacles. That's something I talked about a lot during Advent, is we really seek to remove obstacles between us and Jesus and, and take on things that would actually magnify him into our life. And of course, one of the ways that we primarily can do that is through a relationship with our Blessed Mother because she will bring him into more fullness in our life. And so today, again, as we get closer and closer to Advent, we also draw closer to our Blessed Mother knowing that that relationship will only enhance Jesus Christ in our life.